Welcome to the Resellers Niche Podcast, a show for e-commerce buyers and sellers, where we investigate unique categories of items being bought and sold, and show you how research equals knowledge equals profit. And now the duo who'll never leave you shortchanged, it's your hosts, Russ and Mo. Howdy, folks. Welcome to another episode of the Reseller Niche Podcast with my host, Russ. How's it going, Russ? Mo, it is always going good here in Savannah, Georgia. I, li- I truly live in one of the greatest cities in America, but how, how are you doing? How's, how's things going out there? How many, how many cities do you live in this week? Um, like uh, two cities, half and half, I guess. Half and half. <laughs> <laughs> The one still, but still kind of half and half. Uh, flipping hustlers in there. Howdy, flipping hustler. Hey, flipping. So I think today's uh, going to be a little kind of a, a catch up in a podcast. I'd say catch up in the last week or so. We're going to do this last week. We kind of got off track a little bit. So we're going to talk about our eBay or Amazon, whatever else we're reselling and our lives in the last week and a half or so since we last did one of these uh, reseller vlog journal type whatever you want to call it you you have been busy i i always chuckle you're always on the go and that last podcast we the last video we did you know you 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 had to go run and get a parking spot type thing yeah i was literally you're you you stay on the go i mean you definitely so now you've got to got this added you're right in the middle of, yeah of, of we're the right in the middle of our move uh, if anyone doesn't know i'm just moving cities and going about i don't know 90 100 miles from where i was in the bay area up north um to sacramento area and what's really really irritating is the um, you, you have to do a lot of stuff but you also have to wait a lot like waiting for appointments, waiting for this to be installed, waiting for that to be installed, making appointments, all that kind of stuff. That's such a time suck. You know, uh, now I've done both. I, typically my moves are, I, I move large yeah. and all at once. Uh, a small move or, you know, under 100 miles, those are harder moves than just moving across country. Really? Because you, one, you, you don't, you don't have a date type deal. Okay. You know, you know that on the fifteenth we're packing up. We're moving from from you know Idaho to 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 um, you know Colorado, and you you prepare for that and you're ready and you're set up. Uh, a local move or a small you know hundred mile move, you tend to go well. We'll just go back and forth. That's true. That so is. You've spent yeah. So you've gone back and forth, and you think well we'll get a truck and instead of doing it will take a couple trips yeah that's never a good idea uh, right. that's what we're doing now and it's those little boxes add up that space adds up your your car your van isn't that big right um it never is and then and and you're what 90 you said it's about 90 miles i, I should map it out I'm, I'm going by minutes drive it takes me with no traffic to get from here to there 90 minutes with like normal like or five o'clock traffic, it could be about two and a half hours. Wow. So I was gonna a, say that's that's like twenty miles, isn't it? 
like California. Some parts of California, that's 20 miles. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, it, I think it's about, I think I mapped it a couple times, depending on where we drive to, because we were driving in different places at first, too, like yeah. picking up stuff and that. I think it was like 111 miles, but 105 miles, something like that. Now, have you put your store on vacation for eBay? I put it on vacation. I put the handling time up because that's a mistake I made in the past where I put it on vacation, had a sale, and then I shipped it like after two days instead of one day. And then it was like, oh, ding, 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 ding. You know, you got dinged for shipping late. Then I called eBay up and they said, yeah, that vacation mode is great. Thanks for letting us know, but you have to change your handling time. Um, wow. I didn't even think about it. Mean, I, I, I forgot about that little thing because the minute yeah you gotta change your handling time yeah and then not yeah. only that i've seen people where they go on vacation mode and they just block out the entire store and they'll just basically close it down you take down all your listings basically and it'll just be a sign that says something like oh, excuse us we're gone for you know two weeks we'll be back so and so date so that's i i can see the reason for that because people i get emails I think I had one already where um, somebody said, uh, oh, I didn't see the handling time on that. Um, can you go ahead and cancel the order? So, and so, I mean, you're going to get that too. So also I send out an email. I mean, I get less sales obviously because I have like, um, I think I put it on like a 14 day handling or something like that. It's something, it's like maxed out. Gotcha. Uh, you can do 30 day handling, I think. Uh, but then you're going to, I think, run the risk of messing with your top rated status because I got top rated finally. So, um, but I mean, I think I'm going to lose that anyway because I'm not really doing much shipping, not doing much. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. But my point to all this is you have to email them as well. If you don't let them know, yeah. then um, you'll be pissed off. Yeah. True. You know, people don't read the description. They don't read the details. They're 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 buying it and like any normal. Oh, I uh, I had a return recently of an item. Uh, the person said, you know, I'd like to return this. I meant to buy new. Well, that may have been their reason, but there are times people buy and they they're not reading everything. Um, and you know, you just got to deal with that, and you got to communicate with them. And hey, I'm I'm. Yeah, you tell them be personal about it. I'm I'm in the middle of a move right now. Make sure you know. Do you want me to send this out? I'll send this out, or you can cancel. Give them options. Yeah, and do what's right. You know, that's the old. You know, do treat them like you would want to be treated. Also, I say one other thing because I, I thought I was getting all fancy. This is before the move, like three six months ago or something, when people were saying, you know what, don't just do one option for shipping. Do multiple. So I started adding them in, and then. Uh, it will pick one as a default, and I, I added an option for express mail. I think this is before Mother's Day. I think it was, just for like shirts or a few items. And it for some reason the default became the express mail, and the express right. mail cost I had was like thirty dollars or something ridiculous like that. And I don't. How, how many emails did you get? Hey, I'd like to buy this, but can you bring the shipping down? I did get an angry one because it was for an item that was a little bit heavier. So that $30 is like $60. It was like a 20 pound item. Mm -hmm. and, um, I was like, wait, $60. You're like in, I don't know, 
Alabama. There's no reason it should cost that should cost maybe like I don't know eight fourteen dollars. And then um, I looked it up, and then yeah, I had Express Mail going on, and and I'm like sixty dollars, like fifty nine ninety nine. I'm like, oh no, this is that. What, much I, what I found out with that Mo was the first one you select. Yeah. Typically, typically will show up in the listing for, for your multiple options. Uh, when I had a bunch of CDs moving out. I put in, well, if they, I gave it, I was going to give them the option. They can have expedited shipping or media mail. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of media mail because it doesn't protect me as a seller. It doesn't. So I was right. So it doesn't. So I was like, you know, let's give them the option. And, you know, so can you do better in the shipping? Can you do better in the shipping? And I looked and it's the first option yeah. and it doesn't even show up as an option until checkout. Yeah. So, yeah. And so I, I had a lot of emails of like, it's okay. You can select media when you check out. Yeah. I mean, and I even with people, I'm sorry, go ahead. And even with that, I had some that said, Oh, I checked out and forgot to take media mail. Can you do? So I'd have to adjust in that aspect. So it was kind of a, a glitch workaround. Yeah. 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 And I mean, and then even with that, I mean, the ones I get the most for, to be honest, are internationals. Um, because I used to just do GSP only. Right. And then you get those letters from people, oh, this shirt or, you know, this jacket, you know, it's like a pound and a half. Why does it cost $80 to ship it to Brazil or, or something ridiculous like that? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that I, I have both options on now. Um, but the only one I do not do is the first class, whatever they changed in January where they added the, the price hike. Um, I think it's first class. Um, uh, priority it was the one that before you could uh, i think it was under a pound and you could ship basically anything because they didn't check but now they're checking and it has to be documents only so i eliminated that first class oh yeah uh, first class uh, letter type yeah yeah i mean yeah. it's yeah. just not worth it i mean you can use like i don't know stamps.com and do that i think if you want but now uh, you've got uh you You've asked uh, a special guest come in. Maybe these are some of the questions we can ask him when he comes in. I know. In. Oh, that's that's. Thanks for reminding me, Russ. Uh, Devin Winnig, uh, we put the word out for him. Since Jeff Bezos stood us up last week, we asked Devin Winnig to show up today. Uh, he assured me that he would um, show up, but uh, he's a little bit late. So that's why we actually came on late. We're blaming it on Devin. Devin, um, yeah, he's a busy yeah. guy. I, you, you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, He's going to be calling for the yacht, but uh, we'll see at what time that is. You don't, you don't get good reception on a yacht. And, well, I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. I, but. I barely get good reception from one end of our place to the other. So, yeah, yeah you know, I, I'm sure they have. He's got, he probably bought a booster on eBay or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, if you're listening, Devin, get a booster. Hey, speaking of that, I was wondering about something. I actually sold an item to, uh, it was some CDs, um, sold an item to an eBay employee. Oh, and nice. and And this person, because the address went to eBay way in Ogden, Utah, I think, is they have a, a call center there. Okay. And I was wondering, I wonder if they give, eBay employees like discounts to buy. I thought that would be a nice little generative you know, income person. generator because, you know, he was, he works at eBay. 
and he buys on eBay. Of course, you're going to support your company you work for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but and it was shipped. What what caught my eye was it was shipped to eBay, and I'm like, yeah, hey, you know, at least his packages won't get pirated. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I wonder. I wanted to reach out to him and say, hey, do you do you do, is that is that Devin? It is. I'm trying. Yeah. He said he might be late, um, so to go ahead without him for now. Okay. Well, we won't ask him about the, you know, the eBay bucks or something like that. The eBay employees get discounts. Would be a, it's. I hear it's one of the best companies to work for. I mean, so. I I used to know a lot of people because you know I'm not too far from there. I'm probably 20, 30 minutes drive. I used to know a lot of people, especially when I was in college, because I went to school around the corner from there. Um, that actually got jobs there, that were working there. And at first they used to be really, this is, I want to say early 2000s. They were really handing out a lot of nice packages. I don't know if they give discounts or not. Maybe if there's an EB employee out there that can a answer that for us. But, yeah, uh, it'd be just interesting what kind of perks do you get is, you know, because, um, man, if that's the case, I'll sell to eBay employees all day long. Well, I will say this. I've been to a couple of the eBay meetings that people have posted. You might have seen some pictures about it. They have them. They have meetups. So the right. meetup, the eBay meeting meetup for us, luckily in the Bay Area in San Jose, is at eBay headquarters. So the one nice thing is they have really by employees showing up. Like uh, Griff is there. He hosts it, um, and then there's a couple other people that he'll bring in from time to time, like marketing guys and this and that to answer questions. Right. And they have like food and stuff, so it's pretty nice, actually. Yeah, cool. Right. Have you have you told our your Griff story on on podcast? Oh, about the door. Remember. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, you yeah, talk yeah. about. I love this story. Go tell it again, I, just as. A, yeah, I mean, I actually met Griff without knowing it. I want to say ten years ago, and then about three months ago, I think I went to one of my first eBay uh, headquarter meetings. And then I was sitting there and then Griff was there and we just, you know, everyone, it's only about 20, 30 people. So you go around, everyone has a name tag on. I was like, hey, Griff, how's it going? You know, we met and I said something like, oh, I, sh I said something like, I shipped a shirt for you. And he looked at me, he's all, oh, hmm, okay. Uh, and he said, where'd you ship that from? And he, he thought, I guess it was an eBay ship. I was like, oh, no, no, it was, um, I had a shipping store in Fremont. And then he said, yeah, a shipping store in Fremont. And then what street was that on? So I gave him the address, he's all, you didn't ship a shirt for me. You shipped a door for me. And then I was like, huh, a door. And I actually looked it up in my old email. He was right. He was right to the year. He told me, no, that was this year. It wasn't that. It was like eight years ago or whatever it was. It was and he a, knew your name, too. He was like, oh, you're Mo. Like in three seconds. I thought he wasn't even listening to me because it's other people around. But he, he was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was completely wrong. But <laughs> it, it sounds like he has one of those super memories. Maybe, maybe. Because he was talking yeah. to like 20 other people at the same time as me because he basically runs the meetings there. So Right, right. Um, that, that'd that be interesting to – man, I, I've, I've seen those stories about those super super memories. Yes. They will remember what shoes they wore, what – I mean, it, it's just – it's phenomenal. Yeah, well, a super nice guy too. And then he has his own mm – -hmm. he does – I believe it is eBay Radio, and he hosts that um, – I don't know if it's once a week or twice a week, but you can check that and he, out. And he has an eBay store. You know, they yes. they do promote yep. within eBay to 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 uh, you know how smart is that? Well, he does you have know, a store because half the time when we're, he's doing the presentations up there with you know PowerPoint, 
he pulls up his own store and he, he's you know, you know, we should do this and this is yeah. you know, tips and tricks and all that. Um, so getting, getting good. So, so you're, you're in the middle. When do you think you're going to be completely back on track or have you got a, you got a target date? Okay. It's literally the kid's last week of school right now. Yeah. Um, and then, so they're done. So the question is now is where we're going to, they have what they call year round school. So we didn't want to sign up until they were out of school here because we won't, didn't want them to say, you know what, they're show up for school on Monday. We wanted to give them a little bit of break. Right. So we'll probably go up there. I don't know. We're going up there this weekend. So maybe Monday we'll sign them up, see when. So that's going to kind of determine everything. Gotcha. Um, uh, basically, my schedule is their schedule. <laughs> kind of, that kind of happens. Yeah. When you, when you have them. Um, so what, what kind of, uh, now you've, you've had your office and you've had your space. Are yes. you conglomerating? Is everything going to be now on, well, on your property location? Yeah. Basically I'm, I've shut down my office. It's been a little bit over a week now that I've had no office since I think, Oh, three, I think it was or four or something like that, which is really weird. And then um, on top of that, I've moved everything into. Right now, it's in boxes and bags and everything. So the whole, the whole thing is that I'm going to move everything into the garage of the new place. And I was planning to make a video about that last Sunday, but then I uh, ended up forgetting the keys when I went up there. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at you, Mo. I'm laughing with you. Yeah. I can laugh now. I was so pissed off. It was like Sunday. Oh. You know, That's nothing. one of those you just go, uh, like locking your keys in the car. You just it go. Was, I'm like, oh, great. But, man, everybody does it. Uh, the funny thing is I called my cousin. He's, uh, he's at UC Davis, which is like a 20-minute drive away from there. And then so he, he's like, oh, okay, I'll come over. And then he's he like 25, so he's all, uh, okay, let me see if I can scale the wall. I'm like, scale the wall? What are you, Spider-Man? I mean, <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Now, do you have a basement? We do not. Uh, California typically okay. doesn't have basements because of earthquakes, I think. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. I think older homes do have them, actually. I don't want to say that I have heard of basements in California, but... I don't think they make them anymore. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know if that's an earthquake requirement, but um, we do have like the garage. I like it's what they call a tandem garage. So it's it's a three car garage, but it's not three side by side. It's two in the front, and then it has like a back spot. So it's kind of like an L. And then uh, I have that whole area is what I want to take a picture of because that's lined with cabinets nice on either okay. side and it's got a space in the back so my goal is to have all of my ebay stuff in the cabinets or on the back wall there's enough room for shelving um or maybe uh, i'll get i don't know if i'll get racks or like the metal racks the movable ones and then put some and if there's enough room i don't know yet i think there is uh set up one corner for picture taking or i might have that in the front um gotcha yeah, the pro it's hard now because we're basically like loading up with stuff because uh, they had to redo some of the carpet, so we couldn't have anything inside the house. So it's all in the garage right now. Right. Yeah. So you're, you're more the the appointment stuff. You're waiting. waiting. Yes. Yeah. So my goal is to have it all there within an arm's you reach. Don't, 
this uh, my advice on something like that is it being one that's moved a lot and you know move your inventory move that but set your have it up you know do your setup in your mind and do it put it together but but yeah but make it to where it's flexible because what you'll find is is you know it'd be better if i move the lights over here move the shipping station over here and that way you're not locked into yeah. you know make it on wheels where you can move it around for for uh, you know, different areas because you'll you'll adjust you know you'll oh, yeah. figure out and adjust and what i so like how's that how, how's that commute change gonna affect you as much i mean instead of going to the office you're gonna go out to the garage it, it's yeah it's a little weird i've been doing it for the last week or so here but here it's just a mess it's not organized uh but it's i think that's gonna help i just need to organize my time a little better i'm actually i think better when i have a few things set up to do like with the kids schedule having okay i have to be there at eight i have to pick them up at three or whatever the time is Right. If I have something, you know, stable, that's good. I'm finding out in the last week that when I don't have that, it's that's a really bad thing. So I'm kind of setting myself up like I pretend that even though I don't have to go to the office, I get up at the same time. I, I eat breakfast at the same time. I prepare the night before, which isn't much, you know, just write down a few things I'm going to do. Right. Um, and... Um, right now like i said the annoying part is your schedule is not only based on not your kids but it's also based on the people that you know the handyman that's kind of come in and changed the locks and waiting for that kind of stuff so that's what's annoying and then plus being 100 miles away from that uh but i mean that's temporary i guess so when i get down there i think the first thing is i've I already got this actually i should have brought it up here i dropped i got a giant like one of those uh, pen boards um like a dry erase board right right put that up behind me and i'm just gonna have simple like one two three four five that's uh, the old uh that's the old computer analyst yes. coming out in you i have yeah. to do that give me a white give me a whiteboard and i can figure i'll yeah. i'll flow chart everything out yeah nice and simple and then i can i can't cheat with myself if i have it written down and i always used to say oh white people write that down and then i used to always see my brother and i had a friend and the funny thing is my friend was super cheap. So he would always write these little slips of paper on the little, uh, they would give us these notes to get our lunch with in high school. And then he would rip them in half because half of it was like blank. It was like beige paper. And he would write one, two, three, four, five. And, I would, and he would stuff it in his pocket. And every single day I'd say, pull it out. And this is in high school. And I'd say, one, you know, get, you know, uh, history book to you know talk to so-and-so teacher and I, i'd always ask him like what is that he's all this is my to-do list and a little scrawn like handwritten with pencil but i'm like that stuff works i mean oh yeah yeah you can you can definitely get what kind of the things are you wanting to we kind of talked pre-show about like when i moved when i did especially this last one because it was such a drastic you know, we had zero inventory. We had so I kind of had an ability to fix some things that I wasn't doing correctly. What yep. are some of the things you're looking to improve on that a uh, move helps that with? Yeah, well, number one is inventory system. What I did a year ago is I inventoried everything in the bins, but my office is set up in a way that I couldn't fit 100% of the stuff there. But I had it split between 
half in a storage unit, half in, and then that works great in theory until you actually have to go to the storage unit and get something. So right. I have to inventory everything in a way that it's free flowing in the sense that one, you know, you can't put all black shirts in there. It has to be something I can oh, constantly change. So like bin number one has items one through 30, not necessarily jeans one through 30 or, you know, action figures one through 30. It has 30 items in there. It's it's using the you know, the slot system. Exactly. You know, when when he, yeah. when uh, Amazon was approached or when you know when they show their inventory and they you know you can have multiple of items in one little space and it's never set that's really the best inventory because that once that slot becomes available yeah. once that item sells that slot's available you need to fill it back in yeah but it's just it's harder on a small scale oh yeah to, oh, yeah. to track it yeah I want to just cut to the chat really fast. Got a couple questions I don't overlook. I got Flippin' Hustler, Yoli, and Ryan Lee, and YDTS Reselling Solutions. Uh, Flippin' Hustler was saying that he's born and raised in the West. Oh, he's talking about moving. <clears throat> he's moved from Colorado 957 miles north. And then yeah, so he did the big move. Shout out. You said Ryan Lee's in the chat. Yeah, and he's asking you to bust out the Stetson. Bust out the Stetson. Oh, that's uh, that's my son. Uh, he, came, he came in to watch. Man, I forgot the Stetson. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll have to. Uh, bring have it up. You got a nice Titleist on it. Yeah, I got a nice Titleist. I do have uh, here. Uh, I do have. A cool and I'm using it as a as a camera prop a very cool um, fedora that I found oh nice there you go purple how's that oh wow vintage <laughs> purple <laughs> purple we need to get you like that uh, exactly. We need to get you like a cup and a walking stick and I don't know, some velvet pants or something. <laughs> Too funny. Thanks, Ryan. Make me look. Yeah, he's always he always likes making dad. It's always like the dad is sick. Uh, <laughs> those jeans are yours, son. Remember that. <laughs> hey, Goofy is good. So that so uh, flipping move from Colorado to nine hundred miles north. That puts you at about Montana. Yeah. That's that's a move. That is a move. I mean, I moved. See, my biggest move, I shouldn't call it. I didn't do anything. I was like 11 and a half moving from England to the Bay Area. But we just, we didn't take much at all. I remember my parents said, okay, you have two suitcases. Um, whatever you don't fill in with clothes, you can bring some toys in. That was it. And I had maybe. Yeah, you had an international move. Those are even a little, little stranger. Have you ever? Um, when I was a kid and we moved, and we moved quite a bit, but we had my father was military. Yeah. So the moves were like a dream. They literally would come in, pack everything up, every dish, every pack it up, box it up, ship it, and all we did was just drive to the next location, and it would be. All the box they wouldn't unpack. Yeah, uh, but all the boxes would be there, so those were good moves. But I, um, 
I tend to, after the last couple moves and then going to the uh, RV, man, I, you know, I told you to sell everything. <laughs> yeah. You were right. I should have sold more. I got rid of a lot of stuff. But like I said, that 30% that I held on to, I mean, other excluding like clothing and stuff, that there was yeah. still too much I held on to. Um, it's it's really, you know, I, I use this last one as we, we came to Savannah. And we, we sold the rig in Florida, I mean in uh, Texas, and we booked it to Savannah and we had our place all set up. And we literally walked in, I had two chairs, two lawn chairs that we could do. So we had the, the nice ability to define and start setting it up the way we wanted. But we've also done kind of even going further, you know, this is our business. This is our full time stuff. Our, our, the condo we're at, the apartment is a uh, hundred years old, and it's it's got the hallways and stuff to it that that you had back then. So half of our apartment is the bedrooms, and the bedrooms are dedicated to the eBay, to eBay. Um, our bedroom is actually you the sunroom. Bedrooms dedicated to eBay, then. Yeah, we've got. Uh, well, the the main one is. Is, is the main area now. This this one that we did start out in, uh, we outgrew quickly, but this one will be um, the shipping and with once something gets bid on, we move we move it to an area. We oh, nice. pre-pull it. That way it's there, you know. So this would be kind of like the shipping area. Um, and we do have guests coming down, so we do need a guest room. So it's so it's kind of a shipping slash guest room. And then have you noticed that, I mean, certain items, because I know that you have, you show me you have a rack system for certain items. Are you kind of organizing them in a different way now because you have more space, obviously, than before? S somewhat. I'm still, because we our goal is, is moving them as fast as we can, um, we've got a closet that is kind of our long-term stuff uh, you know buy it now stuff and it's organized but it's not packed but our stuff that we know is going to move we get it ready it's kind of pre-packaged and trying to you know trying to save on time like that but like when i did the uh, tandy leather uh, group that was in its own bin but we knew it we knew the items were going to move i mean it was just you know, they were on auction um, and then the military stuff is kind of a mix we've got a mix of military on buy it now and then a mix that are they're, we're getting ready to dump a bunch on auction um, so that'll kind of be mixed so we do kind of separate I have to separate areas out in my mind because then if, if it gets too you know if, if it's too mixed I, I don't I, I it gets frustrating to me and you know it is but when we get to the warehouse stage or you know a storage area i'm definitely going to put in a, a amazon like type you know each each slot has an area or each each thing has its own location uh, much like what chris does you know he's kind of got that where when he pulls something chris uh, 10k on the bay when he pulls an item he can replace it with another item and the inventory number is now uh, available again. I think with that, I'm going to have a slight tweak. I'm going to have 
categories in the sense that I'm not going to have jeans with action figures, you know, or like records with, you know, I don't know, healthcare products or something like that, whatever. So I'm going to have them grouped together, but like clothing can be, you know, depends on the bin. And then like action figures or toys, maybe it's one thing. So I have different sections. I wonder if I, I don't know if I'm going to do color code because I'll probably just mix it up. I'll probably just have them in different areas. It's the easiest way. That, that makes more, and that goes, Mo, that kind of goes back to our, the analytical side of us. We, we like uh, compartmentalization. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's why I don't do like Macari mixed inventory. Yeah. Because I, I've got to departmentalize to, to really, to grasp the uh, entire, the people that, that don't, I envy a lot of times. Because they can, you know, they can just they can throw it all together. I can't work that way. I mean, yeah. I mean, I still haven't hundred percent figured out my system because I wish I had taken a picture of this first. Um, it's half like just imagine it kind of looks like a kitchen in a sense, but because it's got well the kitchen with cabinets on one side, cabinets on one side. Think of one car car space basically. So it's cabinets like full length six foot cabinets on one side on the other side it's like a bench so that it's like the cabinet split in half so i have a bench area and then so it's like a half cabinet like a three foot off the ground so i put stuff in there and then above the ground um above the split there's more cabinets running along and then i have storage on the top of both of the cabinets which is about 10 foot high i'm guessing and then so the goal for that uh, bench area is to have a mini picture take, like picture taking for smaller items. Mm -hmm. Maybe if I can fit, I haven't measured the height. I'm guessing it's, I don't know, less than two feet, maybe 18 inches. Um, and if I can fit one of those, um, just like a, a picture taking for smaller items, like a light kit there, that gotcha. would be good. Um, also, if I could do testing, because one thing I like about it is they set it up with I don't know if they're called, not pin boards, but you know how you, it's like a tool. It's like white, it's got holes in it, so you can put all your tools in there. Pegboard. Yes, exactly, a pegboard. So I can put probably a small TV and maybe like a, I don't know, a Nintendo or whatever I have. I have three or four systems. So I can set those up. So depending on the system. Gotcha. Now, have you have you started sourcing up there yet or started i haven't really done any sourcing i've scouted out where to source mm -hmm. um i've sourced there about a year ago a year and a half ago maybe and then so i haven't done any real sourcing in like uh two weeks which is terrible and then uh so i've been doing a little bit online i'm planning to go this afternoon uh the kids schedule is crazy they have something called a super minimum day which means I drop them at like one time in the morning, drop them at eight. And I pick up one at like 11 and then one at 12. Super mini day. You drop them off. They walk through the building. You pick them up on the other side. Exactly. Boom, like, we got a school day in. You just wait here. You know, don't leave. <laughs> drive around the back. Driver, you circle three times. Nope, you've only circled twice. One more time around, you can pick a kid up. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, have you now... Have you got into the the local groups on Facebook? Not in the area yet. I'm I'm a little hesitant to do it until I get up there. Because gotcha. you know what? Yeah. I'm the kind of person that 
if I I don't want to look at something I can't do or can't see. Like for example, if I'm on vacation, I don't want to look at uh, a great event on the last day um, unless I can actually go to it. Because usually when you look up stuff, you're like, oh okay, that's oh next weekend, oh we're gone then next weekend. That kind of pisses gotcha. me. So I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna probably scout it out um, in the next week or so because we're still I, gonna be here for a little bit, like a week right. Try that, Mo. I tell you, one of the things that that the scary part, and when I brought up sourcing, was you know, scary part of moving to a different city is what am I going to be able to source? Yeah. And we we spent a couple of weeks, you know, hunting and 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 going. Of course, garage sales are always around, but you got to make sure you hit the you know the right areas. Um, and I what I found out, and I'm really been hitting it hard just this week and getting a lot of response i'll post in those buy sell groups i'm looking for this i'm looking for large lots of of golf clubs yeah and i, and I get and i get responses um because it goes back to the fact that majority of people are or they're not majority there are people that are overran with stuff they don't use it anymore they they don't want to hassle with it they just want to get rid of it Oh yeah, and you know, and you're gonna find those. I was talking to a gentleman this morning. He had a couple of military items, great looking items. He wanted retail. I and you know, I showed him what I told him what I could offer. And no, you're gonna run into people like that. Um, I was real hesitant about putting the word out that I'm a buyer, and because I would think people would be like, oh, you know, you're you're a buyer. You're gonna you're gonna buy this for a dollar and sell it for a hundred. <laughs> But they don't, I mean, I bought a lot yesterday. It was a, what I call a smaller lot. It was three garbage bags full of stuff. And the guy said, make me an offer. And I went 20 bucks. I said, well, here, I got 21 in my pocket. And he goes, sold. He just wanted it out of his garage. Um, and he didn't, he didn't care. He, I could have said $3, you know, but just he, so hit those groups like that. Start, and some of them are, they're they're funniest all get out too because they're their neighborhood like here it's called neighborhood open chat and they'll post anything and everything in those in those i mean it's hilarious it's you know you yeah can, I mean, see so it's, it's a, i haven't figured out because you know when you live in an area like a we're in a suburb but it's of a like a metropolitan city right. so you have to figure out where, where the pockets are where are the affluent neighborhoods? Where are the places you should probably avoid? You know, but at the same time, some of those places, those downtown areas, it's not that they're maybe not affluent. It's that those those people are maybe younger workers or like, you know, uh, for example, like downtown San Francisco. Like, I'm sure there's some great garage sales, but the thrifting's not so great, uh, at least. So, I mean, once I figure out those things, I think I'll, I'll, think I'll be okay. Yeah. Because there's two bins, there's two, I think, Two Google bins that I saw, and oh, wow. we're not actually that far from Reno. Even I, I, I don't know anything about Reno, like thrifting wise, but I think it's about two hours, maybe oh, two and a half hours. That would, to me, that would be a, a decent place to hit the pawn shops because that you know there's always in and out it's there. Something I know yeah. nothing about. I've been to like two pawn shops ever. And the pawn shops that we have in the Bay Area that I've found are kind of, everything's behind, um, you basically have to talk to the guy. 
it's you walk in it's like it look, it's like walking into a bank almost yeah and everything's behind a grill um and you can you say oh can i take a look at that and you're pointing at everything that would be that that wouldn't be a conducive yeah i would yeah, i'd be out of there too so i've started uh, pawn shops since we more so since we've been here okay uh, build, building relationship with some i have bought a few items uh typically they're items that i know will will get a, a good bang because you are spending more yeah um and they they definitely have to be a bang you have to watch you know pawn shops are just like us they want to maximize their profits too so you have to work with them and and, and watch each item and and really do your research but what i found here is that that I've walked right into a pawn shop, stuck out my hand. Hey, I'm Russ, and I buy and sell things. Yeah. And I, I'm looking for stuff to make some make a few bucks on today. Oh, well, come, you know, we got these on sale, or we got this. So, you know, the the stigma of the reseller kind of is is past that it was years I ago. Think they know. I, I think they know that people buy, it, regardless if it's you know eBay, Craigslist. Facebook marketplace. They know people sell stuff. And you can peg them, you know, you can peg real quick if, if anybody, you know, like Pawn Shop, if they want to deal. Um, there's all the techniques and a lot of, a lot of the YouTubes about dealing with Pawn Shops. And, but, it, you know, so, so you're kind of in a neat area, Mo, kind of like what I have been going through in here in, uh, I almost said one of the last cities in Savannah. You can, venture out you can expand to that area and you know I, I you want to you want to try oh yeah definitely what i was thinking about was one i have to learn new areas and i've got hundreds of miles to go into two i can always go back down south now um right so basically northern california i mean i can go and then uh, here's some some interesting thing. I keep saying seeing signs now for like it says like Portland and like I forget how many miles. I think it said 900 miles or something like that. So I mean, there's other states up north that I haven't even explored. So uh, I'll start small though. Uh, northern Nevada, northern you know Sacramento yeah. area first. Yeah. Yeah, and you've got when you go back down. It's not like if you can go down on a buying trip, quote, back down to the Bay Area, yep. and and you've got a place to stay. You're not spending you're not spending an extra motel or so that that helps too. And you can hit your old haunts. Yeah, that'd be a good good base to start with again. And yeah, definitely. And then I was thinking about like people that say you know putting ad. I, I need to start putting ads out. I'm going to start once I get a base. I'm going to put ads out for like Craigslist, but in multiple spots. All, probably all over Northern California and just say, you know, I'll buy here and then I can meet them on certain days, like in the Bay area or wherever I'm going and then just hit them all. And I figured sometimes I'm going to get something in some area and sometimes you're not, that's fine. But yeah. Uh, yeah. If I can just kind of spread the wealth around everywhere, I'm going to hit something eventually. Isn't it, isn't it kind of like going to garage sales? It's, it's always exactly. going to be a, it's, you know, roll of the dice. Yep, exactly. I can't wait to go to garage sales out here, though. I might actually, if I get to up there early enough this weekend, um, check out some Pizarro, uh, some nice big cities around suburbs around here as well. Um, so if I can hit those up on Sunday or Saturday morning, 
and see what they're like. That'll be good. Now, make sure in the south it's not as much or kind of florida sometimes but make sure since you are in california and you are sacramento is the is the capital yeah so you've got the you know you've got a lot of your lawyers and your um your lobbyists the politicians everybody in there type area so make sure you you wear some ratty old clothes yeah go buy you go buy you a little junker to go around i mean just and and, and lay it on thick man i mean bring the kids have them kind of little bit little popsicle stuff around, you know, and then go, man, you, you got anything you can just give me? Just start knocking on those mansions. <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see. That's, that's not that, you know, my son may get that. He just, yeah, bring the kids, you know, make it, make it, uh, there were, uh, I, I, I've known resellers that have a car for garage sales. Just yeah. so they don't stand out. Yeah. 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 yeah so they don't look like because because they're buying, you know, they'll go in and buy a half a garage sale out and um you know, so, <laughs> the price. So so you got how many people I didn't look up the numbers. Are are you in Sacramento? Are you half a million for the area, a million for um, the area? Is it? Outside area. Let me see. In the, the suburbs, I mean there's let's see. Look it up real fast. I would typically a uh, uh, a capital can be small, but it can't, you know, because it's always kind of off the main grid anymore, or off the main. Hey, actually, you're not track. off by much. It was four. It says twenty ten census four hundred sixty six thousand. Is is that the city or the metro area? That's the population, the urban Sacramento. Yeah, I mean that's including the seven counties of. Okay. Okay. Oh, actually, area. Sorry. Well, actually, no, I am wrong. The urban Sacramento area has a population of 1.4 million, while Sacramento okay. Metropolitan, which includes all seven counties, so seven counties, 2.6 million. Okay. Sacramento okay. City is 466,000. So it's a pretty big. That's a that's a big spread. Yes. Yeah, seven counties. Typically, there are larger counties out there. So, yeah, that's kind of a, a big spread, 3 million in oh, seven yeah. counties. is where you have, like, St. Louis, where uh, Shane and those guys go up. There's 3 million in the metro area, and we're talking, like, two counties. Yeah. So, yeah. That's so it's, uh, you're You're spread out a little bit more up there. So, what else? What, what else has been going on with you this week? Well, I, it's uh, it's funny. We pushed. We've been pushing real hard since we hit the ground here in Savannah, and just this past weekend was it last week. I kind of just said, you know, well, I ran low on inventory, and we hit the garage sales. I didn't find too much in garage sales, just a little bit. The thrift stores here are kind of the typical. Um, typical Goodwill, typical thrift stores. It, you're not, you're not gonna make a living out of thrift stores. You know, it's just, it, yeah, you can't hear. And so we kind of slacked off, and now I'm seeing the results of that. You know, the past couple of days, you know, the phone hadn't has been kind of quiet, and that's that time to, to that's that scary time of. 
oh god, oh god, is it you know? Then you, your mind starts going, is it the slowdown? Are we? Is it? Is it finally hitting us? Is it? And you just go, no. We just need to get more inventory. We need to get more, more things listed and more things going. So it's been nice the uh, past couple days. It's starting to hear people um, bidding on things right as soon as I list them, and so that's good. And I, I will probably get overran. I put the word out on the local Facebook group um, down in the area where one of the bases is. Yeah. Excuse me, and I did I did an ad like I forgot what I put. Hey, um, I'm in search of those those pesky uniforms and and gear that's taking up space in your garage. Uh, and you know why are you holding on to that kind of stuff? And you know make me and your wife happy and give me send me a uh, a picture and a price and I'll I'll grab them. <laughs> Dude, that was this morning, and like six wives tagged their husbands. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I hit it, buddy. I mean, it was like they were tagging. Like, do we have anything? Do you know? Here's the guy that get it because I said clean out your. You know, make some room in the garage because because it's just it's that area of of Savannah is a lot of military down there. Gotcha. And everybody I ran into, they you know they hold on to it because they they do. Yeah. And you know, the eventually they just get it out of here. So I am. <laughs> There's been, there's been about four people that said, okay, when I get home, I'll send you pictures. Cause, um, but it was funny because the wives are like, yep, yep, time to go. So, you know, that's kind of a psycho psychological thing. Kind of hit the wives to tell the husbands to move some stuff along because it's usually the guy's stuff in the garage, right? Yeah. The golf clubs, the yeah. tools, the, yeah. That's, that's good though. I mean, if you can, you found Okay. your own niche there sense that it's it, it's kind of like uh it's like a, a huge amount of stuff just in one area and you can kind of keep hitting that and you can be have you found that it's like i mean i don't know if it's, it's from one era is it like older stuff newer stuff that you're finding no it's it's a current a lot of it's current a lot of it is is there's no vintage in it Okay. Um, and and typically the vintage stuff you would it would be from a somebody that's a collector or yeah. or, or one or two items, but it it's mainly the three current or the two current patterns can't because it's all about the camo pattern at that mm -hmm. point, and it's the uh, the past the the before the Gulf War gotcha. era. Um, and that stuff is is the it's kind of a woodlandy green camo, and that stuff really goes well. And they they really the the woodland camo goes real fast. I mean, um, anything camo goes fast. I mean, I, I haven't sold any shirts, but let's see, I'm sending this one off right now. This is an LL Bean. Let's see here. Oh wow, that's that's hunt. Yeah, that's hunting camo too. Yeah. That's so nice. this one just what for like fifty, and and I think too there's a time for it. I think once um, it, it is a clothes item, it is a specialty clothes item. But the way I'm doing it is like some of that lot that I got yesterday. There were three items that were the same size. Uh, they were trousers. They, okay. they call them trousers in the military, and I bundled them together. 
put them on a bid and boom immediately start getting bids on it and so you know there's there's patterns to be concerned about but there's also the 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 item itself because there's Gore-Tex there's um, you know the cold weather gear and a lot of people down here have you know they haven't been here the whole time so they've got cold weather gear in their storage and gotcha. in savannah you don't need cold weather gear but about once every six years and gotcha. I mean, yeah and so so this sitting there and uh, typically you know you'll run across somebody that says oh well this cold weather gear is worth you know 50 bucks a piece well yeah in in alaska right now yeah here here in savannah it's worth five dollars you know five ten dollars a piece um so you, you do see some of that so we're you know it's we've done a, a we did a really quick learning curve but what i like about the military stuff and the the surplus is even if you look at the sales if you just look at the uh, listings and the completeds and the solds typically what you see in that is is what i call a one to two ratio for every one listing there's two solds Gotcha. And when you have that kind of ratio, and even there's certain items that are, you know, they're just, they're going to sell the minute you put them on. So I do, do, uh, not everything goes on by it now. Yeah. I, it goes on. I ask you about, are there rules about, because I haven't really sold much military item, uh, any stuff actually, other than, I, I sold basically what you saw, camo stuff. Yeah. Uh, but are there rules about stuff you can't put on there, can't list? I've, yeah, absolutely. I got. I found out the hard way. Um, even if you got to research, because even if there's something listed and you're doing a cell similar, mm -hmm. you can still get popped. I had some sealed nuclear chemical suits, okay. and um, I got popped. I got suspended for you know no listing for three days. Is it similar and, to the FedEx or like uh, any kind of uniform, like a police uniform? They don't want. No, you the, yeah, it's kind of police uniform. I I haven't dabbled in what the you know the dress the uh, the the dress clothes. I I I definitely I probably never will. Okay. Because I'm kind I'm kind of and anything that's got a uh, tag or uh, uh, an insignia, yeah. a, you know, a patch that comes off because i don't want i there's something called stolen valor okay and i don't want ever to be one of my items to be ever be involved in that gotcha. um, there's there's sick people that will go dress up in class a blues and walk around like they're they're a war hero gotcha. I mean, it's just yeah it's it's kind of a it's kind of a hot button with with me so i don't that's one of the reasons i don't do like dress dress blues and, and dress greens um, but there are other things like you know um, certain helmets certain things now also I, I turned global shipping off on a lot of it because it would pop up and say you can't sell this internationally gotcha so and that makes sense yeah on something yeah. but mainly it's it's fatigues it's it's outfits there's some of the gear that I've had, um, you know, it, it was a specialty gear. It may have been a, a like a helmet mount type thing. Those those I couldn't sell internationally. Um, 
but yeah, there's there's some things you got to watch. And after getting suspended, scared the living you know what out of me. Yeah, that was the first first time I've ever been suspended, and you know, I, you know, we both have gone through that recently of that panic, yeah. and so it it made me kind of watch real close, and you know, it's just one of those things that's. I mean, I mean, it makes total sense. I mean, you know, impersonating yeah. somebody else, trying to do who knows what just because they found a a jacket or you know some lapel with a lapel on it on eBay, you know. Yeah, with the with the right with the stripes and the exactly. Yeah, so so I kind of do that, but most of it is not. Um, you know, Carol and I talked about it pretty much at length one day when we first started getting into it because we were like, well, we wouldn't want this to be used for anything bad. Yeah. And that's typically not your, your buyer. You you know, we had some gas masks. We actually had, you know, the old gas mask and um, somebody reached out and they said, oh, you know, I, I'm, I'm getting ready to go in. I'm going to use this for a training purpose. And, you know, hey, cool. You know, that's, and so you see a lot of, um, a lot of a lot of the stuff is the FR uh, clothing, which is the fire retardant or the fire resistant. I'm sorry, um, the FR clothing. A lot of that is used in, like we wore FR clothing out in the oil fields. So the oil fields, we've sent we've sent quite a bit of stuff to Texas and and uh, North Dakota. Okay. Because um, of the you know North Dakota's got the oil fields up there and they're starting to ramp back up. So, yeah, so it's kind of, you know, we, you've got to be concerned about it, but it's, it's common stuff. They get, they get, there's a lot of it out there, so. I remember, I mean, I don't have much experience with it. I can just remember we, when I was in elementary school, and this is in England, we would have a lot of people, see, when I was in elementary school, so the, a lot of the people that are teachers, like older people, they lived through World War II as children and then they would come in and every year they do a presentation and they'd have all the stuff that they had as like gas masks all this stuff when they were getting you know in the middle in the thick of it so then they would do a presentation and they would show that stuff and it was literally sealed off it was like but it was i couldn't imagine selling that kind of stuff um some of that stuff um i mean yes some of it we I haven't really ran across much collectible on that. Okay. I, I did. One of the guys said, "Do you also?" He showed me his collection, and uh, he had that. I think as long as it's used as a historical value, and and it's also revered, it's like selling a flag, a, an American flag. Exactly. Um, you know, you 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 show the respect for it in the in the process. So, and I have had some some historical items that. That I've, I I found a um, this was a couple of years ago a real picture postcard book from uh, Nazi Germany, and oh. it, it was full of, of postcards and it had um, their tomb of the unknown soldier. It had the Olympic Stadium. It had you know their 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 stuff, but there was no propaganda in it. Gotcha. And and that's kind of what and. I didn't see any, there wasn't anything bad in it, of course, but somebody, somebody said one time, well, you know, you made money off of that. It went to, uh, it went to somebody in England and he said, you know, cause I, 
when he when he asked about it, I, you know, what are you going to use it for? He goes, we're going to use this in a, as a uh, historical type, you know, memento. I think as long as we treat it with respect um, and and we're understanding of the item, there, you know, here in the South. Um, you do run across, I haven't, but I've known some people that have run across some slavery items. You know, that's another one that it would be a touchy kind of subject, but yet it is a historical that needs to be taught that it never ha so it never ever happens again for any generation. And, but to, to make a, to make your business that way, each person would, you'd have to take that personally. You know, and yeah. take it in this. Yeah, Absolutely. there are there there are people that make their living teaching about about that history. Yeah, there's there's all kinds of like see uh, my, a lot of the, my memories I have are split between here and in, in England. In England, they had something like that. It was like a well-known jam manufacturer, and they're basically how do I describe this? The picture on the front was pretty offensive racist and this pretty is pretty racist until, yeah yeah and it was up until like the late yeah. 80s and people would collect these and they'd be like they'd have you know you peel off the side of the label and you collect it and you send it in and this is until like 1988 or something not, i'm not mm -hmm. talking about a long time ago and that stuff was collectible so i mean i think they've stopped making it since or they changed their their logo or whatever you know if, if we yeah i think nick hill just did it robertson's golly that's it robertson I need if you did, collected that for if you thought about everything, Mo, you know how much I if, if we were if we were concerned about every item, we wouldn't sell much if we knew the story behind every item. Um, you know, we've all heard of the the clothing sweatshops, so you, it, it's it's tough. It's it's kind of a touchy area. I don't think. You know, we've we've never really never seen it out there. Oh, uh, I don't want to eat dolphin tuna. I mean, I, I like eating tuna, but yeah. dolphin safe tuna. You know, there are there. It goes back to just do what's right and do what's right with yourself too, because you just gotta gotta be right with it. You gotta feel right about it. Yeah, I remember. Um... Where were we? We were at a restaurant. This is kind of getting off topic a little bit, but um, like you said, um, you said dolphin tuna. They had uh, on, on the menu, it says uh, shark fin soup, which is pretty common at, I'd say, a lot of like uh, Chinese Asian restaurants. Mm -hmm. And then when you ask, I mean, I remember uh, joking me out, and they said, well, it's most likely not even shark fin. It's probably like furniture, like noodles. They substitute it. But I mean, Again, I mean, it's kind of, you know. Yeah, we want to we want to do what's right, but we also want to have to, you know, make a living. If, if I run across an item, um, there, well, there was an item recently out of respect that I didn't sell. Uh, it was a picture of the unknown, uh, the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Okay. Um, and it was, a, it was a picture from the 60s, there was three of them. And I set them aside. My plan is to send them into the OG, the old guard, uh, so they can have them as historical. But the, you know, and that's if, if. But I can't condemn somebody if it's just a family. It was a vacation photo. Yeah. 
you know, I'm not going to condemn somebody to if they do sell that and 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 make money off of it because that's that's them. That's between them and and their conscience, not mine. Yeah, I mean, I to be honest, the I've never had someone. I mean, I've never really sold anything that controversial. Not because to be honest, I just haven't found anything. But I've had the biggest complaints I've had are about silly things like you're charging fifty dollars for something you can buy for twenty five or something like that. Um, so I mean, I would say the closest I've got to that wasn't actually uh, genuine items. It was toys that were made about like the World War II Nazi era, for example. Okay, now I remember. It was a board game that was about. Um, it had. It wasn't Hitler. It had one of the other generals, and it was a newer game. This is like 2013, 2014. But it said Nazi Germany, you know, warfare game. It was like a card, like a Dungeons and Dragons type game, like gotcha. a board game, and that got pulled from eBay. eBay flagged it. And they said, oh, you can't sell Nazi memorabilia. And I went to them. So, well, uh, okay, thanks for letting me know. But this isn't that. This is a board game. It's sold at, like, you know, all over the U.S. They said, yeah, sorry, I got flagged because it said Nazi. In it. And I, I get that. I, I didn't argue with them. I just asked them, you know, why did they get pulled? And they said, well, that word Nazi got flagged like that. So it makes sense. That's the closest thing I've ever had to something that's kind of controversial. Um, and, and both sides, you know. You, I could see both sides of that argument. Uh, if it if it is, con it can be controversial, but and, and then people, yeah, it's it's a it's a yeah. it's a tough it's it's hard to ride the fence on that. But it is also, you know, I'm also in a believer in in the universe and and fate type stuff. Yeah, I I really believe a lot of this stuff comes before me. For, re for a reason. I mean, I, I, you know, I find stuff and know that that's been, you know, that person wanted to put it at their garage sale and wanted to get rid of that for me. You have to take everything on a case-by-case -case basis, I think. Yeah. You can't just blanket, don't do this because that is this, and don't, I mean. You can't. You, know, you, don't, you can't. Yeah, like Nick and, Hill is saying in the chat, see, some people took offense to the German World War II pictures I bought to resell. I see them as historic items. I have no problem selling them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've seen a ton of World War II pictures of all kinds, like guys sitting there in the barracks, or, you know, smoking a cigarette. You know, scenes of like other stuff. So I mean, the mundane of it. Now, if it's if it's if it's showing the some of the atrocities of 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 anything going on, then then you have to have some more. You know, you have to have some self morals that say. Uh, that's not because... See, here's the know. thing with that, because I, I was in shipping a lot. Um, I, was in, I would go to auction houses, and I would be, I'm not buying or selling, I'm just shipping their items. They're out of country, out of state, whatever. And I would see all kinds of things that you can't sell on eBay that are getting auctioned up for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. Paintings of exactly what you just talked about. Sometimes pictures taken. It was a picture. It wasn't even... I don't think it was, it was like Vietnam era, I think, but it was of atrocities. It was like a set of different pictures. And somebody who knows who bought it, and they, they I, I didn't even ship it. I was just sitting in the auction house watching the screens go by, and they're saying, you know, item 452B, 
Vietnam pictures and blah blah blah. People were, and so I mean, what do you? I mean, what are you gonna say? I mean, I you just personal yeah. preference. Um, you, you you kind of have to justifying it by I'm, at the same time. I I totally get if you don't want to touch that with a ten foot pole. I get that too, right? And there's some things we definitely have to stop. You know, there are things, Mo, that you that I feel if I see somebody abusing somebody in public, I will step really? in. Yeah. And I've gotten I've gotten in trouble a couple times because I do step in. Um, so because if you've, if you've ever, you know, the police will tell you don't step in at a domestic dispute because the they'll they'll both turn on you. Yeah. And that's kind of, yeah. But just sometimes just saying, hey, don't do that is enough to, to stop. There, if a child's being hurt, I'm going to step in. So there, you know, the, again, the morality of it, if, if somebody I know is selling something, I think I need to step in, I definitely would say something. Yeah. Um, but, and, but typically, yeah, it's, it's a strange subject. <laughs> well, we got off topic, but it's a strange, it's a good subject. No, it is. Because it is, I'm, yeah. I mean, I, I, can, I mean, because I, right when you were talking, I was trying to think of strange things that I've sold, and I've actually had more strange things that I've shipped than I've actually sold. Like I said, with auction houses, yeah. Like I've had, uh, for example. Well, look at that. Think of that shirt that I showed you. That sweater. That. Oh. You know, the, I, the, yeah, the yeah. Devil <laughs> the devil shirt. You know. I wish you had a picture uh, of that. Oh man, I mean, that's one of those things when I grabbed it, I was like. And it was so funny because we had just talked about it. You said, look for the really weird stuff for us. Yeah. And, and I went down there, found, saw that, threw it in the cart. The look on my wife's face when I threw that in the cart was precious. <laughs> and I went, I went, most said, we're get, get more weird stuff. <laughs> so she went, okay, you know, kind of give her this. And then when it's, and then, it, I mean, it was, it was, a, it was atrocious in taste, let alone, you know, but it wasn't, it was just a picture of a devil, you know. And if you're into symbolism, people could say that was offensive. But, so yeah, man, it was so funny that morning, woke up, and I woke up early, and I went, oh, yeah, it sold it. And, yeah, it sold it. And I, Carol was waking up, and I said, hey, that uh, sweater sold. And she goes, Mo knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So, yeah, so there's stuff you know. There is there's stuff out there that that hey man, I sell football equipment. Yeah, you know, think about it. Football's done more damage to this country than 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 wow. bicycle helm. You know, yeah, yeah. American football, I'm talking about. I know soccer's getting ready to. Oh yeah, again. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, starting tomorrow, and I'm heading out to Russia. No, I'm not, but. Uh, <laughs> in the in Russia, no. but so, yeah, yeah it's good. well, you think uh, I, I'd like to see, I'd like to see the um, start, keep notes, Mo. Let's let's talk again about like okay, you're gonna you're gonna see a change, like the sourcing change, because this is what this is what people do. You know, we adapt. That's what us resellers have to do. Yeah. We're constantly adapting. So you've made a, you, you know, you're making a major change. You're doing a, a whole new house, a whole new, a whole, basically a whole new life. 
you're going to have new friends, not that you're going to, you're going to make new friends, not that you're going to toss your old ones aside. But yeah, so, so document that for me and kind of bring it up. Oh, yeah, like I, I thought of this, like, you know, this was something I can, I can, you know, that I saw the change happen because to me, change is good. And I think that's one of the reasons I don't mind moving. I like change. Um, I think I'll, I'll, as long as I institute the change, I'm okay. When anybody else does, then I'm going to fight you. But <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to do that. I, I, I'm annoyed the last two times I've tried. I didn't get internet. I, I couldn't get Instagram. I, I took some pictures. That's what I did. I was hoping for some video. So I actually set up Comcast today. It should go active. So I should have live internet this weekend when I go up there. And I'm nice. going to tape. We'll do a little videotape of the rooms. And my setup, hopefully my eBay setup, what that's going to look like. The cabinets there. I'm excited. It's funny how what you get excited about when you get older. I'm excited about the storage capacity that I have now. <laughs> you're like, wow. That's like, yeah. <laughs> I like storage more. capacity and warranties. You're yeah. all that now you're 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 getting there, buddy. You're getting close. Yeah. And that minimal <laughs> that whole minimalism thing about now if I could just be with like a you know a duffel bag and a, a set my set of keys and like my cell phone and then uh, that would be the best oh nick was asking where we are I, i'm in the bay area right now nick that's uh, northern california and russ is in savannah georgia in the south uh just to, uh, well i i'm i'm tickled that nick uh has, and watch our show. That that tickles me, Nick. I welcome you and have watched. Uh, yeah, and actually, watch, the topic yeah. we were talking about, I heard them talking about on their show maybe a week or two ago. They were talking about oh, cool issues with selling items that some people deem maybe not so, you know, kosher. That's that's Nick Hill, right? Yep, Nick Hill. Yeah, Nick. Nick, uh, kudos for what putting yourself out there, buddy, and and uh, you, you, you know yeah. you've helped a lot of people. I see a lot of UKers that uh, talk about how they saw started out seeing you yeah. and you know put yourself out there like that, man, and and uh, you're you're changing people's lives. Kudos for that. Yeah, yeah. And then hopefully Nick's getting ready for the World Cup. That's why I got my England jersey on. This is a circa '98 jersey. But uh, where where are they at this year? This this time? It's in Russia this year. It's in Russia. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm gonna... Is it rigged? Because everything coming out of Russia. <laughs> Probably. Who knows? It's, it's, I mean, the whole Russian rig thing we got going on. I mean, the, there's a bigger story. should be on how much money they get paid for these bids. Because they bid on who gets the World Cups, right? Right. So, I mean... Now, now I did read 2026 is a big... Is a big... What, eight years away, right? Uh, Yeah, that's where you... I Oh, I haven't even checked the news. I think it might have already been in. They, um, they said uh us got it oh they, they they said they got it i think so yeah oh okay i didn't even check i saw website. a friend of mine on facebook had uh, a blurb he said 2026 us i can't wait what's so. it's lit oh we got celtic traders in here hey guys how's it going um yeah it's gonna be split between the us canada and mexico I, that's gonna be i think i'm pretty sure it's a three-way bid oh wow that's like the wow. first i think that's the first time ever uh, that three countries have been part of it yep u.s canada mexico that's going to be interesting yeah, they said this the cities that 
it's going to be in or i'm sure they have a list already if we can look let me see the u.s i bet if i look it up see u.s and we're really going off topic here but no we're not because you know topic so be prepared uh, eight years is we should be prepared enough get ready because i used to go and i used to be one of those guys that i didn't follow england uh, the way where they played but i would follow Manchester united around the country and i'd watch them play in different cities when i was uh a lot younger but this one the interesting thing about this is i don't i mean let me see maybe they'll do different groups like if you're in group a you're going to be in mexico or you're in group b you're going to be in canada or something like gotcha. that but is the final played the the final match is going to be played in the u.s i'm, I'm nearly positive it will be in the u.s and maybe yeah. they'll have like a semi in canada or something like that okay venues 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 that volunteer okay where are they yeah, i'm looking for oh potential venues i don't know if they have oh, so the, okay they have a... right. i think they listed some potential ones Vancouver, Minneapolis, Chicago. Oh, no, they're not going to be part of it. Oh, Edmonton, Montreal, Toronto. Those are the three Canadian ones. And then the U.S. is going to – oh, Mexico is Mexico City, which makes sense. Monterey and Guadalajara. Those are huge stadiums. You have like 90 oh, man. One of them. And then the U.S., of course, has the most. L.A., Coliseum. That's uh, it. Oh, the Rose Bowl. That's huge. 92,000. I've been there. It's nice. Uh, New York, Washington, Dallas, Kansas City, Denver, Atlanta. Oh, they're coming to Atlanta. Coming to Atlanta. Mercedes-Benz yeah. Stadium. And then Houston and Baltimore. Wow. They're, oh, Seattle. All over the country. I don't know if these are set venues or perspective, but all over the country. I don't know how they're going to. That's crazy. Wow, that's that's smart. That's I mean, real that's smart. Two bucks. From, yeah, from a, I mean, to go to a lot of matches, you'd have to spend a lot of money on flights. But uh, man, that's smart of them. They'll they multiple cities. Real, that's smart business. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to go to one because in '94, I was I was in high school um, in the U.S. and that that was the last time England didn't make it to the World Cup. And I had so I had some buddies that weren't even really into watching the game at all. But this one guy, he, he said, "Oh, I'm Irish. You know, we're there, right?" And for the entire year or six months, when we knew that England didn't make it, he kept joking with me, like, "Oh my goodness!" And they were at Stanford <laughs> State. I could have gone. They're only at Stanford Stadium, which is only like ten miles away from me. Oh wow! And that wow. was the game where the U.S. beat Colombia. One that was the controversial one, where after the game he was unfortunately shot um the guy that let that the goal in but uh yeah i'm gonna go to i'm gonna go to at least one game there you go there you go so well i I, 2026 let's see will i be retired (laughs) i retired a long time ago i retired in 2003 so (laughs) i may be on a beach by that time i don't know so all right, Mobile Listen, you take care and, and talk soon. All right. Thanks, guys. I've run out there. The, another episode Thanks, everybody. of the podcast. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Reseller Niche Podcast.
Show notes and social media links are located at michelleandmich.com. Please like and subscribe to us on iTunes.